Cutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Welcome to Tetter Nation Pro Football Podcast. My name is Noah here with the 2023 mock draft. This is a rapid style mock draft. I created this mock draft beat that gives me a couple seconds for each draft pick, just enough to kind of give the pick and explain it a little bit. So it's kind of a rapid style mock draft. So without further ado, let's just get into it. 2023 mock draft. Carolina Panthers are on the clock. All right, let's start it off with an easy pick. Bryce Young, quarterback out of Alabama, will be going number one overall to the Carolina Panthers. At first, I thought this was going to be C.J. Stroud, but it sounds like Bryce Young is a lock. As of today, this is the day before the draft. Will Levis's name is being thrown around, but I don't think so. The Houston Texans are on the clock. I have them going Will Anderson Jr. out of Alabama, the edge rusher. As soon as it came out that Carolina was probably taking Bryce Young, uh, Houston was pretty public with saying that they feel comfortable passing on a quarterback, and I think D'Amico Ryans goes with somebody who can make an impact on defense. The Arizona Cardinals have traded the number three overall pick to the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are on the clock. We have our first trade here. The Indianapolis Colts move up one spot to secure the QB of their future, CJ Stroud out of Ohio State. They have to do this because some other teams are gonna be talking to Arizona, trying to get that pick, so they have to make the trade themselves. The Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. All right, I have them taking Tyree Wilson, another edge rusher out of Texas Tech. I think they just need to get the best player on the board. Um, They could trade down here, but I think they're afraid that if they do, then Seattle and some other teams could take the defensive players they want. So I think they stay where they are and take Tyree Wilson. Seattle Seahawks are on the clock. Will they go quarterback here or defensive line? In my opinion, they go defensive line and take Jalen Carter out of Georgia. If they can really tap into his potential and get the most out of him, he will have a significant impact on their defensive line, which needs help, especially in the run game. The Detroit Lions are on the clock. All right, so the Lions didn't get one of the top defensive linemen, but I think that's okay. I think they go cornerback Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois. He's physical, he sets the tone in the game, and he fits the culture of what Dan Campbell wants to do. I think that he's a nice upgrade from Jeff Okuda, and they get the pick right this time. The Las Vegas Raiders are on the clock. I heard that the Raiders were trying to trade up to the number one pick at some point, so I think they are looking for quarterback, and they take the most talented one left, Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Dude's a freak. He can sit behind Jimmy G. I think they're tired of the Derek Carrs, tired of the Jimmy Gs, and they need to compete with an athlete like Mahomes, so Richardson is the way to go here. The Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. If they're really going to go with Desmond Ritter, they need to get him protection. I have them taking... Paris Johnson Jr., tackle out of Ohio State here. In my opinion, he's the best tackle in this draft, and you need to protect Desmond Ritter if he's going to get the ball to Kyle Pitts and the rest of your receivers. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. 
I think Chicago traded down because they were comfortable with a few of the tackles in this draft. And I think they take Broderick Jones, tackle out of Georgia. If they really want to build this team around Justin Fields and not waste his talent, they need to give Three, him protection. Two, one. The Philadelphia Eagles have traded the number 10 overall pick to the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are on the clock. I think there's a few quarterback needy teams that wanted to trade up to here, but I think the Eagles agreed to this trade because they're just moving one spot back. And the Tennessee Titans select Will Levis out of Kentucky as the quarterback of their future. Three, two, one. The Philadelphia Eagles have traded the number 11 overall pick to the Houston Texans. The Texans are all on the clock. Just like last pick, I think a lot of quarterback needy teams could be trying to move up to here, but the Texans have the draft capital, and the Eagles, again, only have to move back one spot. So the Houston Texans select quarterback Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. Now all the AFC South teams starting quarterbacks are first-round picks. Man, what a good first round for the Texans. The Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock. All right, I have the Eagles taking Miles Murphy, edge rusher out of Clemson. They don't need a lot positionally, but I think after losing Javon Hargrave, they just want to add another piece to that line to keep that pressure going. They're trying to win the Super Bowl this year. The Green Bay Packers are on the clock. All right, a lot of people saw this coming. The Packers finally take a wide receiver in round one, Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State. This is one of my favorite prospects. Reminds me a lot of Cooper Cup. Aaron Rodgers, I'm sorry you won't get to play with this guy, but it'll certainly help Jordan Three, Love out. Two, one. The New England Patriots are on the clock. The Patriots are one of those teams that I think wants to move up, but isn't willing to give up the draft capital to move up and get a quarterback. So instead, they land B. John Robinson, running back out of Texas. This dude is explosive, going to be great in cold weather games. Uh, But I also think that they could land Trey Lance in a trade, so keep your eye on that. The New York Jets are on the clock. Aaron Rodgers is finally a New York Jet, and what better way to say welcome to the team than by getting him some protection on the offensive line. I have them taking Peter Skoronsky, offensive tackle out of Northwestern. This team is not in rebuilding mode. They just need to solidify a few spots, and they're going to be an electric team this year. The Washington Commanders are on the clock. News just broke today that the Commanders will not be picking up Chase Young's fifth-year option, probably due to injury, so you could see an edge rusher go here, but I have them taking Christian Gonzalez, cornerback out of Oregon. I think they're surprised that he fell to them, and he's going to be a huge upgrade in that spot. The Pittsburgh Steelers are on the clock. This is my other favorite pick in this mock draft. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking Joey Porter Jr., cornerback out of Penn State, son of the longtime Steelers linebacker Joey Porter. Steelers fans are going to love this. And honestly, prospects that are related to former or current NFL players rarely bust. The Detroit Lions are on the clock. I have them taking Brian Branch, safety out of Alabama. He's a top safety in this draft. It's an obvious choice, especially after losing CJ Moore to that whole betting scandal. The Lions need to focus on defense this first round, and this is a perfect Three, selection here. Two, one. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock. 
I think the Buccaneers were really hoping that Bijan Robinson would fall to them at this pick. Apparently, they were one of two teams that brought him in for a private visit, which tells me they really prioritize the running back position. So I have them taking Jameer Gibbs, the running back out of Alabama Three, in this spot. Two, one. The Seattle Seahawks are on the clock. The Seahawks took a Georgia Bulldog at number five, and they're doing the same thing at number 20. Nolan Smith, edge rusher out of Georgia, is their selection. Nolan Smith has publicly said he would love to go to Seattle. That would be his top choice. Seahawks need an edge rusher, so it's a perfect fit. The Los Angeles Chargers are on the clock. The Chargers have dealt with some injury issues at wide receiver recently, so I think they add some depth there. They give Justin Herbert an electric weapon. Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC. The kid is already local. He's a little undersized, but I think with that speed and Justin Herbert's accuracy, it's going to be a great match. The Baltimore Ravens are on the clock. A lot of mock drafts have the Ravens taking a wide receiver here, and while that makes a lot of sense, that hasn't really been the Ravens' philosophy in past drafts, so I have them taking offensive tackle Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. It'll help give protection to whoever they have at quarterback this year, which I know they're hoping is Lamar Jackson. The Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. The Vikings might not have Zadarius Smith for that much longer, so in this draft, they need to prioritize the edge position. I have them taking Lucas Van Ness, edge rusher out of Iowa. He has all the physical attributes you want, and if you can get the most out of him, he could be great in this league. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. The Jaguars could absolutely dominate the AFC South this year. The three other teams in their division will likely have new starting quarterbacks, and I think they take advantage of that by drafting Deontay Banks, cornerback out of Maryland. He's a player that can really capitalize on quarterback mistakes. The New York Giants are on the clock. I think the Giants are starting to feel more comfortable with their offense, especially if they can solidify the Saquon Barkley situation. I don't think they're going to draft a wide receiver high here. I think they made that mistake already, and I think they take Kelly Ringo, cornerback out of Georgia, to Three, help that defense two, out a bit. One. The Dallas Cowboys are on the clock. I could see the Cowboys going running back here. I could see them going guard. But I think they take Michael Mayer, the tight end, out of Notre Dame. He's the most established pass-catching tight end in this draft, in my opinion. And they just lost Dalton Schultz, and they rely heavily on tight ends in their offense. The Buffalo Bills are on the clock. I think the Bills can see better than anybody that the Chiefs' success comes from having an electric offense. So I think they focus on the offense in this draft, and they take Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver out of TCU, to give Josh Allen another weapon to hopefully compete with the Chiefs when they inevitably meet in the playoffs. The Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. After the Bengals lost Jesse Bates to the Falcons, I think they want to focus on their secondary. Uh, I have them taking Cam Smith, the cornerback out of South Carolina. Uh, Bengals really don't have a lot of needs. I could see them trading down here. I could also see them trading up to get Brian Branch, but that's about it. The New Orleans Saints are on the clock. 
I have the Saints taking wide receiver Zay Flowers out of Boston College here. A lot of people have Zay Flowers rated as their top wide receiver in this draft. The Saints just acquired Derek Carr, and if they're really committed to him in the long term, they gotta give him Three, some weapons at wide receiver. Two, one. The Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock. Again, the Eagles really don't have a lot of needs, so why not add some depth at the tight end position? I have the Eagles taking Dalton Kincaid, the tight end out of Utah. This gives Jalen Hurts another weapon. You can pair him with Dallas Goddard. I think Three, it's a great fit. Two, one. The Kansas City Chiefs are on the clock. I really don't think the Chiefs could get much better at offense here, and it looks like they won't have Frank Clark next year, so I have them taking Will McDonald, the edge rusher out of Iowa State, just to fill that gap. But really, they could go any direction here, and it'd probably work out. Three, two, one. That's it for my mock draft. My last mock draft was about 25% accurate, so we're going for 26% this year. Can't wait for tomorrow night. Thanks so much for listening, guys. This is Tutter Nation. We out.